Johnny, I believe this may be the penultimate episode before episode 50 of this podcast. But who's counting? I, I am. mean, you're counting. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. No, no one else is. It's just okay. me. It's no, just that's, me. That's exciting. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of podcasts. It is for maybe twelve people. Yeah, so we I appreciate. Mean, it. Granted, you know, when we are on the radio, we did hundreds upon hundreds of shows in a single year. Uh, Truth. Yeah, Truth. Uh, Five a week. And they got. <laughs> I mean, I think I think this company got the damn money's worth. Twenty a month. We would have already been way past fifty had we actually been on the radio. Yeah, yeah but uh, you know, if if, uh, if, the, if this is how they want to spend their money, uh, you know, once a week for thirty minutes, as opposed to. You know, you know, three, three hours, hours a day, five and then days cut, a week. And then and, cut to an hour oh, or whatever it may you know, be. And, and, the, and the damnedest thing is you can sell sponsors to the, to the radio show. Wait, wait, wait. You can make money oh, off yeah, this? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are, we got, there's a whole team of salespeople. They, they're not doing jack out there. Instead, all we get is trade of Nugenics pills. <laughs> all the creepy Doug Flutie want to hump That's your right. wife stuff. So, but Text uh, Flutie <laughs> and get your Flutie boosted. Get your Flutie boosted. <laughs> Nugenics will lead to getting your flutie boosted. I swear, the moment in the in those commercials when the line drops of "and she'll like it too" is getting creepier it is. and oh. creepier. Yes, it was a throwaway line in the first yeah. batch of Nugenics commercials, but more and more, it is blatantly obvious that both Doug Flutie and Frank Thomas want to bone your wife. Right, right. And, and she'll, she'll like it too. And 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 and, and she's into it. She's like, oh, she's yeah. like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm because gonna, because I'm of have sex with Doug Flutie. <laughs> because there's nothing middle-aged women want. Make a hail mary pass into here, Doug. <laughs> I'm wide open. <laughs> hey oh, hey oh! Completed that pass right there. So yes, it, that's it, that's what it's going to come to. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be the next you, one. In two weeks. In two weeks, you'll I'm hear that open, line. Doug. I'm wide open, Doug, and she'll like it too. Because yes, there's nothing middle-aged women want more than to have their their husband <sighs> of 30 years want to get on her even more because of Nugenics. But it is the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Welcome. So, you're gonna you're gonna be proud of me, Johnny. Okay. This this goes to show how much I've matured and how much I've learned from your tutelage over the years. Because over this past weekend, when I was in Chicago, I had to take an Uber by myself to and from a Bulls game. And you don't usually Uber. One, I don't usually Uber. And two, you you know my affliction of I'm not very good don't with like silence. silence. Yeah. Right, I've gotten a little bit better when it comes to elevators, but that's a very short amount of time. Right, a car ride from where I was to where I was going was going to be at least ten minutes, mm-hmm. and so I was like, I don't know how do you treat this because it's rare that I'm riding by my by my lonesome in a taxi or whatever. It's usually with my wife or with friends. Yeah. Listen to you brag. So yeah, I've got at, a wife. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. I have friends. <laughs> Screw you, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, so, anyway, long story short, I get in the first Uber because I because I asked I asked my wife and I asked our friend I was like, you know, do you interact? Do you just kind of is it just a transaction? They're like, no, I mean you can be nice, but don't be overly chatty. So I get in, right? Guy picks me up, get in. Hey, is this you know? Make sure it's the right car, everything. Yeah, yeah. Get in. How's your day? How are you? Good. You know, weather's getting nice out. This is him. You've already gone too far. No, no, no. So, oh, okay. So, because he, he's like, because I was like, how's your day going? <laughs> I just started. You're my first fare. Started at noon. He's like, traffic looks good so far. I'm like, well, I'm like, yeah, you know, next week's going to be different because it's going to be St. Patrick's Day Parade in Chicago. He's, yeah, but the weather's getting nicer. And it kind of stops right there. 
Okay. And and the rest of the ride, I don't say a word. Okay, you know what? I'm Eight gonna... minutes of not saying anything. <laughs> like, it's just he's looking at his phone. He, so I'm like, okay, I made it through the first ride. Second guy comes up on my way back to where I was going. Same thing. I ask him how your night's going. He see. I allow him to steer things, and he seems very focused on just getting me from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Another 10 minutes of silence. So I'm learning. I'm getting better, right? I No, look, I am. Uh, that, that's amazing. For you, that, that, that's, that's, I mean, if I were, I were to give you some pointers, you did ask some questions. I did. Which is, you're opening yourself up. You're opening yourself right, up. Right, right. Uh, if, if the driver says, it's a nice day, you say, sure is. And you're done. Yeah, that, when he when he mentioned weather, I already knew yeah. that, that that's you usually, don't need to bring up St. Patrick's Day, and you don't need to bring up that you know the the the. I didn't bring the up bunny, the bunnies are hopping around. You know, yeah. that's all the other things you don't have to say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I felt proud of myself. I, I was like, as I'm sitting there trying not to say anything, but on my phone, I go, Johnny would be proud of me yeah, right you, now. You made an accomplishment. I think on one of them, it's either Uber or Lyft. Th- there is a checkbox where you can say prefer no conversation, which I think is probably one of the most brilliant things that they've uh, uh, they've yeah, added. I was shocked too that there I, are some chatty sons of bitches out there. Oh, I'm sure there is. <laughs> I was shocked too that. In the Uber app, when your driver comes out, it lets you know, obviously you get a ranking system, Mm -hmm. and it lets you know how many trips that particular driver, the guy that I had uh, leaving the place in Chicago, over 11,500 trips the man has done. This is going to surprise you, Mike. Uber's been around for a while. (laughs) Shocking. This is Mike, who didn't text until... 2012, right? Yeah, uh, and didn't get a smartphone until I don't know last year. Yeah, something along those lines. So <laughs> I was just proud of myself for not only being able to figure out the Uber app, keep making these amazing discoveries. Yes, but I'm like, oh my god! But I was proud of myself for for not uh, talking to the Uber I driver. Get to score the Cubs game on my phone? What? what? Exactly. <laughs> um, but before I got in the Uber, yeah, when I was leaving, there was a a gentleman approach me, right. Uh, they have like the uh, when you go to a Bulls or a Blackhawks game now because Uber obviously is everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's they, been around for a few years, Mike. Yeah, so now they have the the Uber tent that uh-huh. you go to, and oh. they like they set it up to kind of to make it more you know expedite yeah. the situation. There's a gentleman that walks up to me and immediately engages and says, "Hey, brother," and I knew oh, where the, God. I knew where this was going yeah. right away. And he, he so this whole story is just weird. So he starts saying about how he's a former vet, and then he pulls out dog tags to be like, proof. And I'm like, because you can't just buy dog tags anywhere. And then goes those at Petco. And then goes on the soliloquy about how he was a sniper and he shot down fifteen people to you know for our freedom and blah 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 blah. blah. And then thank you for your service, hobo. Get out here. (laughs) Right. Well, so then he goes. And then he starts talking about there's a place that for $33 a night he can go and get food uh, and a shower and man. everything else. And he's like, and he gets to the point where he's about to say, can you help me out? And I'm go, and I go, yes. and, he, and he goes, I'm going to stop you right there. He's like, you're not, you're not letting me finish the story, one. But two, I know what you're about to say. And I go, okay. And he goes, you're about to say you don't carry cash. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I got Venmo, <laughs> and so and so. If if 
if you you know if you have Venmo, I can give you my Venmo, and you can just send money there. Jeez. And I and I go, I don't do that either. And I and he's like, all right, cool. And he walks away to the next person. Yes. But I in like, my mind, I like dealing Morris code. Yeah, in my mind, I thought if you have a Venmo set up, I know. Se- seriously, I was like, who? Really, you have a Venmo? Like that was a turn I was not expecting at that point. I got bitched out by a hobo in Austin. Oh. So I get out of my car and uh, and sure enough, out of the shadows, this guy comes up and he says, uh, sir, I just want you to know that the city council of the city of Austin has said I cannot be within 20 feet of you and, and ask for money. So I am staying 20 feet away from you. And he's, he's like making it very clear that I'm not I'm not approaching you. I'm not doing I'm not getting anywhere near you. I am following the uh, the strict code of the city of Austin, Texas. Uh, and I just wondering if you can help a brother out. I, I was, I'm hungry tonight. I need some, you know, just just rapid fire and me. And I, I just kind of keep walking and he 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 stays outside of his 20 foot bubble or whatever the hell it was um i wish it would be better if he actually wasn't a 20 foot bubble <laughs> then then i'd be like well he needs money for the yeah, bubble i'm not approaching you and i'm not i'm doing all the things right and i just you know help i'm, I'm trying to get some food um and i just i did the i said i don't have any cash man i'm sorry um and i mean he turned on a dime he goes i did not say i wanted cash you son of a i said i wanted food god damn you when you bet he just whoa he just kept whoa, yelling up. at me as i was walking down the street uh <laughs> i'm not going to help you i don't i don't know what else to tell you sir Oh, oh man. man, it's yeah. funny. They ruin it for kind of everybody else. Like I'm just so you jaded. You don't know. I'm just so That's jaded. The problem. I'm so jaded anymore that someone may really need help. Yeah. But I'm just so jaded by everybody else that I just go. I'm more apt to be honest with you to give money to the guys who are there saying I need booze and weed. Yeah. Like at least you're being a. a you know, honest about it. Yeah, and I think that's the, you know, but the Venmo thing just threw the me. Venmo thing is amazing. But there is this, you, it's like you know what the story is before they even start telling the story. Yeah, there's always yeah, the guy's a veteran and he's just trying. He just I, needs thirty three bucks and he just needs to do this and and there's always there's always this kind of scenario that uh, that seems to um, that, that's there, there seems yeah. to be a pattern. I just love the flashing of the dog tags like he's a FBI agent. Um, and so like, that's like flashing a badge right, or something, right? right? Yeah. Like, so here's my, here's Good my for him for having props though. Yes, exactly. Good for him. Indeed. Speaking of travels, I will be heading over international, uh, here in a while mm-hmm. and I'll be going to Tokyo and there's a certain story you have. <laughs> I from... want to see you try some Tokyo small talk. Uh, that's just the thing, right? Uh, you would love it over there. Cause Domo like, arigato, Mr. Roboto. I so, don't know. So there's a couple of things already that my wife has kind of sent, like, here's the customs that you can't do. Like <laughs> no one talks on a phone, yeah. like on, on the train, everyone's just like, you can't, you don't say bless you. You don't uh, wipe your nose and like all these different things. So there's some customs over there, but there is something that I've seen on videos of these restaurants that are conveyor belts. Yeah, you just sit at a little table and you go beep, boop, 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 boop for your sushi and it comes phew, phew. Very phew. Jetsons-like. Uh, but now there is a wave, according to NBC News, a wave of what they're calling sushi terrorism. Uh-oh. That has made Japanese diners think twice about the country's iconic conveyor belt Restaurants, viral videos showing such unhygienic behavior began popping up uh, on social media last year, outraging diners 
Uh, one included a teenager wiping saliva on a plate of oh, sushi. Oh, come on. After having licked the rim of a cup and placed it back on the shelf. So somewhere down the line, I guess. They grabbed it yeah. and then threw it back on there. Uh, it goes re- by rather quickly. That's got to be pretty. You got to be ready for it. And I don't know how they're set. I mean, or, 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 isn't everybody sort of in plain view or what's the. I mean, right now, from the video I saw, the video from uh, a vlogger that went like last month or mm. whatever, they're still kind of. Um, they have the barriers in between tables, uh, okay. so it's kind of like you're in your own little cubicle to eat. So you are kind of spaced out, but you could still see someone stand up. Another prankster sprayed the food with hand sanitizer as it went past. Come on now. Uh, police. And I was excited to go to these places I for know. a second. Police have arrested two men, aged 21 and 19, and a 15-year-old girl in connection with a video. Uh, said to show one of them drinking directly from a communal bottle of soy sauce. <laughs> Who's drinking soy sauce? Uh, That's inst- committing to a bit. The incident occurred on Feb 3, and they said in a statement they would do everything they could to protect conveyor belt sushi, which has been embedded in Chinese culture for decades. We sincerely hope this arrest will serve as a catalyst for widespread public recognition of the crime of nuisance behavior that shakes the very foundation of the system based on the relationship of trust with our customers, and we truly hope that there will be no more copycat crimes. Wow. They went in hard on that. So beware of... uh, yeah, when I do sushi that. Sushi terrorism, they're calling it. I do not want that to be happening. I'll, I'll be vigilant, ever vigilant, or I'll want the first seat by where the door opens up and it starts flying out. <laughs> I'm like, no, I will not sit anywhere but there. I don't want anyone drinking from the communal soy sauce. I don't want anyone licking the rim of my cup, and I don't want anyone spitting on my sushi. They should set it up all curvy like the land of make-believe on Mr. Rogers. You know, oh, that'd be sort awesome. Of comes in yeah. And goes into a little trolley. Trolley comes yeah. through. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Yeah. yeah, I would love that. Instead of just a dumb conveyor belt. Yeah, that. exactly. Back and forth. But that's just how technology can be corrupted a little bit with Indeed. the sushi terrorism. Speaking of technology, a lot of people talking about chat GPT as of late. It's going to change everything. So here is something. Someone asked chat GPT to give a list of the 10 best albums of all time. Oh. It spit out this particular list. And it actually... Isn't a bad list. Oh, really? To be shocked, to, to be honest with you. So we'll go through this. This is according to ChatGPT. Someone just went in there and said, ChatGPT, what are the top 10 al- best albums of all time? Now, ChatGPT had a kind of disclaimer at the bottom saying, this by no means is a definitive list, and many other albums could be argued of being in the top 10. Different people have different tastes, and the criteria for defining what makes an album great can vary. But this is what they spit out. Let's hear it. Number 10. Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life. Yeah, that is an amazing album. It's one of my favorites. Number nine, Nirvana, Nevermind. Sure. Number eight, Radiohead, OK Computer. Not a favorite of mine, but groundbreaking with the sound and all the stuff they did. Now, remember, this is ChatGPT. This is AI spitting out a list when someone asked 10 greatest albums of all time. Number seven, Prince's Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. Is, there anything, is there anything in the list thus far where you go, that shouldn't be there? No. Number six, Miles Davis, Kind of Blue. Kind of Blue, yep. Number five, Bob Dylan, Highway 61 Revisited. Still, I have, may not be my cup of tea, but I, but there's- These are all landmark albums. Yes. Number four, Led Zeppelin, four. Four. Mm-hmm. Number three, Michael Jackson, Thriller. Thriller. Number two, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Damn. 
And number one, the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> I mean... Is there is there one on that list where you go... They got it right. Come on, AI. Come on, chat GPT. And nobody's really sure exactly how... This software works. Uh, it seems to scour the internet and and try to compile things. And so it would it would stand to reason, you know, with the 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 number of lists that are Correct. out there, uh, these would probably be the ten most common that show up across the board. I mean, when you if you do like a, an average of all those lists, this is probably what you get. Yeah, I was I was shocked yeah, when I saw it because impressive. you would think there'd be one misfire. We go. I don't know if that one deserves to be on this list. Let's let's get rid of that one. But I looked at it and I was because I was I was ready when I first like clicked on the article to be to be upset. I was ready to be like, no, yeah. no, no, it's not going to be. And then I looked at the list. I go, I, I really I can't I can't really argue with any of that. Yeah, Chat, yeah. Chat the GPT did a better job than a lot of people would have done. Yeah, with it, a list it, like it, that. it didn't throw any eagles in there, which is good. Yeah, yeah. The overblown eagles there's are no, there's not no in James them. Taylor crap in Thank there. Thank God for that. No <laughs> Fogelberg yeah. or you know the the thing that, that the best part is no ELO on there. Yeah, <laughs> those jokes are wasted on this. Yes, this exactly. Remember when we went on the radio? We used to make, make those, those jokes, jokes, and Jim would lose his mind. <laughs> now no one knows. He'd be mad for like seven newscasts after that. Oh God, yeah. He would. The next day he'd, <laughs> he'd still just, come in and be like, I can't believe yeah. you said that. He wouldn't even talk to us. He wouldn't even look. Yeah, so for those who don't remember the time on the radio, Jim is the guy who does news. Just to let you know. Yeah, you can still hear him over on the radio. Yeah, exactly. He's he, actually he's got a radio show. He's actually good enough for radio, I not us. So, so uh, you actually have another interesting list. Yeah. Because think I've thought about this when I see like some of the old nineties comedies, like for movie wise, where I go, don't know if you can still make that movie or it'd be a hit nowadays. Yeah, stuff, and these are TV, specific episodes in TV shows yes. that have either been pulled from syndication or you just, you don't see them anymore. Um, and uh, and there's a lot of them here. I'll just kind of go through some of the some of the big ones, but uh, the first one on the list was an episode of The Brady Bunch. Okay. Um, in which uh, there was a little bit too much um, chemistry <laughs> Uh, with with Marsha. Um, there was some on-screen chemistry between Maureen McCormick and Barry Williams quickly turning into a raging inferno that threatened to scorch the entire set in the fourth season uh, episode called A Room at the Top. A seemingly innocent scene called for the duo to engage in a harmless conversation on Marsha's bed. Uh-oh. Got a little too close uh, there. Oh, Barry Williams making his move. But even old Sherwood Schwartz, which sounds dirty, just saying it, couldn't contain it. <laughs> sounds like somebody in the adult film industry. <laughs> Sherwood Schwartz. Uh, he couldn't contain the palpable sexual tension that crackled between the two stars. Uh-oh. So the problem with this episode was being shot at the height of the sexual tension between Barry and Maureen. Uh, when Barry sat down in the bed and started to talk to his TV sister, it became romantic, even steamy. Uh-oh. Uh, Let's try to find that on YouTube now. And he said, yeah, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't do it. Um, so they never released that episode ever, or they did, but it will never be shown again? He said, I couldn't print a scene in which a brother and sister were obviously hot for each other. So okay, it sounds so like it's it cut. Never even, never even made it to the... Uh, Some weirdos found it on the internet already. We've heard of this of recent, um, because the footage was recently found. It was, uh, I think it was maybe aired once, and then we never saw it again, was the episode of Sesame Street, where the Wicked Witch of the West shows up. 
Mm, yeah, from, yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. It showed up on uh, YouTube a while yeah. back. Um, and the uh, the episode's controversial content proved too much for the delicate sensibilities of some, and it was swiftly banned for being too scary for children. Um, they wanted to gauge the impact on uh, the Wicked Witch on the tender psyches of the show's young audience. Don't, don't do tests on no, that. No, no. Exactly. Can you bring... We're going to test your child here today. I know this is Sesame Street. Come on in, Children's Miracle Network. Uh, what we're going to do is uh, go ahead and see how scary this is. See how we can traumatize your child. Now, I remember an episode of Mr. Rogers when the actress who played yes. The Wicked Witch was on there. And she talked about the makeup and sort of showed putting it on and taking yeah, it off. And it was... To let kids know. Right. Mr. Rogers let kids yeah. know that, hey, this isn't a real thing. Like, this is just a, a regular right. person to help people not be as scared of the Wicked Witch. But some of the some of the doped up late 60s Henson crew was like, yeah, this will be awesome. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, there is an episode of Star Trek, apparently, where, where Mr. Spock... Uh, becomes a Nazi somehow. Oh, good uh, lord! A show called Pattern of Force. Um, it was never shown during either of its original run in Germany uh, or in the late seventies. And um, in the end, Pattern of Force they show um, it explores the concept of society explicitly modeled on the Nazi, on Nazi Germany was deemed too provocative for audiences in Germany. So, That's you know. that should be a no go anywhere, right? I don't care how. That's illogical, Spock. What the hell are you doing? Um, in 1983, there was a series of shows on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood um, where... What's he doing banning Mr. Rogers? In a series of unfortunate events, King Friday and Corny the Beaver amassed enough enough nuclear firepower to uh, ensure mutual annihilation. What? It's so fraught with peril that it hasn't been aired since 1996. Um, the theory was that they were crafted as a direct response to the ABC. Cold War. To the Cold War, and there was that movie on ABC called The Day After. Which, oh, you, when okay. When that aired, it scared the hell out of people. Oh, I'm sure it did. Uh, which depicted a nuclear war between the... And so he wanted to address uh, the And what the better way than King fears. Friday getting a whole bunch of nukes <laughs> to nuke out Corny the Beaver? By the way, Mr. Rogers, Corny the Beaver? Really close to something that shouldn't be going on. Don't know. Don't know. There's an episode of Tiny Toon Adventures. Yes, I think I've heard about this one. Yeah. Uh, that was aptly titled, quote, One Beer. Oh, that's right, where where Buster tries to get everyone to drink underage. Right, right. That's exactly it. And so they said, yeah, that's probably not going to... Not for good for that's kids. That's probably going to make it. Uh, the Star Wars holiday special is a, is a legendary Yeah, one. because they're, for those who... It's more easily available now. Yeah. Like, Lucasfilm's kind of been like, I'm not going to stop it anymore. So on YouTube. But there are some, there's some interesting situations that uh, prize themselves in that particular Star Wars special. Um, it was kind of the... Forerunner of OnlyFans, what, yes, what Grandpa, right. <laughs> Grandpa Wookiee is watching at some point in there. Uh, there's a couple uh, shows here. One community. Here's a show. Here's an episode of Golden Girls, and I think I saw another one on this list uh, where, for some reason, the the characters end up in blackface. Oh and, yeah, that's never good. Uh, on that same vein, a very funny episode uh, of Seinfeld called uh, the Puerto Rican Day. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Seinfeld episodes that I think nowadays you look back and go, yeah. don't know if we could we could show those ones anymore. In this episode, Kramer accidentally sets fire to a Puerto Rican flag, um, and uh, in one memorable scene, an angry mob of Puerto Ricans takes to the streets, trashing Jerry's car and causing chaos throughout the city. Yeah, so there's, um, 
There are certain things that can't, that just won't fly anymore. And that just happens. And, you know, and none of this is, none of this, I don't think, rises to the level of, oh gosh, we're just in this overly sensitive time now. You you look at it and go, yeah, that probably wasn't thought through uh, very well. Over over the years, things things change, right? And I I feel like, for instance, one thing I I think... a question I saw on Ask Reddit was what movie scene absolutely breaks you? And I think that changes over the years for sure. you. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, when you're younger, and it, it still stinks, but, like, when they first showed Old Yeller in school, <laughs> yes. and he has to, spoiler alert, he has to shoot Yeller at the end, that breaks you. Yeah. Right? As you get older, that doesn't affect you as much. Like, one, in, one scene in particular, the Field of Dream scene. Where, hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? Yeah. When I was younger, not a, not a, no, no tear would fall in my eye. But now, mm-hmm. as I've gotten older and lost my dad, yeah, I can't, I can't. That that music just starts, <laughs> and the and the catcher's mask comes off, and I'm just a blubbering mess. Yeah. So things change as as you age, much like these shows. It's nothing. Over the top, it's just, you know, that's, oh, it's going to be canceled. It's whatever the, you know, the, yeah. the word is. It's just things change. Right. And I think with that with that movie scene question, too, it changes over time. Like, Correct, yeah. Like, like if I watched Toy Story 3 when I'm 12, it would be no big deal to me. It's a fun, sweet story, yeah. But watching Toy Story 3 <laughs> as an adult, brutal. when he leaves those toys behind and drives off and you say, hey, thanks, you lose it. Right when they made the Muppets a few years ago, uh, on film, when that movie came out, yes, wrecked me. Absolutely, when they finally got to the point where they they got the TV show, I was not. I was. I wasn't ready for it. No, I wasn't ready for it. When you heard, and, oh God, when you, exactly. I'm sitting <laughs> in the Joe Strum. Yeah. yeah, when you hear doom, you're like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Like when I found the original Muppet movie, that didn't make me cry. Right, but it, it's interesting what affects you emotionally. As you age, and I think that's a that's an interesting thing, uh, an interesting conversation emotionally. What affects you as you age? On the topic of movies as well, here on the Mike and Molson Two Gift Radio Podcast, also known as the Sex and Poo Podcast. Yay! Here is a uh, situation, and that, she'll like it too. Yeah, here's a situation that should be left to professionals in the movie. A certain type of movie at that. There was a romantic. They call it a romantic interlude involving three people down in Florida. <laughs> that that broke bad. There ain't no romance going on there. Yeah. So basically, what transpires? There's a couple. I imagine probably in the midst of an ebriation, whatever it may be, who decide it'd be a good idea to bring a third person, another female, into the bedroom arrangement. What's the worst that could happen? Well, here's the worst that could happen. <laughs> this thing turned violent as all three were in bed. How do you get to that point? Johnny, without at least discussing how things would be and what was going to be set up. Yeah, I mean, I've certainly never it, been in the uh, in the position, pardon the pun, but I but you would think there would be some ground rules, and nor would you want to be. I, I put I filed this whole thing into the lexicon, like into the folio of things that professionals make look good, yeah. but should never be practiced in real life. Correct. Don't try this at home. Because inevitably, you're you're not trained. You you're not. Someone's going to feel left out, and things may end up like this that that turned violent 
in this particular situation while they're in bed. Uh, the 29-year-old victim says she was struck by both subs, uh, suspects. No one was hurt, thankfully. And then, on top of it, on the way out, the woman of the couple is accused of throwing a cinder block through the rear window of the victim's car. So don't just... He, don't. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's... Even when it's just one-on-one, like it's supposed to be. Correct. Like God intended. <laughs> there are... You've just got limbs going in different directions, and someone someone gets kneed in the gut or something. I mean, there's always it, it, you it's, just it, you're just kind of you know in the heat of the moment. Yes. So now you add a third person in there. Now you got four more legs flying around. That, yeah, there's arms and legs going all over the Somebody place. Somebody gets an elbow into the eye, and inevitably that's not romantic. Inevitably. Someone's going to either feel left out yeah. or something's going to happen where someone does something to someone else that someone else doesn't like that they're doing or a sound yeah. gets made that they'd never heard before. And it's just it's just all goofed. Nature did a pretty good job of figuring out why it's like one person with one person. All the, the, the parts and the pieces seem, yeah. to, seem to fit together. And uh, you, you throw a third gravitating body in there and all of a sudden the orbit of the moon and the sun, I mean, it, it just it just goes out of whack. Leave it to professionals, please, ladies and, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And someone's, and someone's feelings always get hurt. Yes. Someone's but, not going to be where they wanted to be. So when There's the, going to be something left open. When the big hurt says she'll like it too, it doesn't mean invite him in. <laughs> It's just going to be weird for everybody. Even though yeah. Doug Flutie wants her to be wide open, yeah. you don't just just move on from that. That's just not leave. what that wink was for. No, not at all. Not at all. And finally here on the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast, Pennsylvania, there's a county in Pennsylvania that is just ignoring a rite of passage for, for young men because they're an increasing rate of sexually transmitted diseases in that particular county. So what they're offering is residents free condoms. Oh. So people living in Delaware County can order up to 10 condoms mailed directly to them. <laughs> they just sign up on a website and say, hey, I want to make sure I'm protected. Send the condoms directly to me, which seems like cheating. How often can I get 10 condoms? They, I don't know. I don't know if it's, you can like have a different P.O. box, like run a different P.O. box to get more condoms and more condoms and then more yeah. condoms. I don't know how many you can that send should in. Last year. I mean, there's, that, there's, that, there's that hilarious story from when uh, Sally Ride, the first woman astronaut into space, uh, went up there, and NASA um, wanted to make sure she was ready for anything and, and brought 100 tampons and oh said, and said <laughs> is this enough? Do you think this is enough? For six days, you know, <laughs> and so I'm glad NASA is really run by a bunch that, of guys really know a lot of things. I don't know what you do with these things, but will a hundred be okay? I can send a rocket into space, but I have no idea how many tampons you need in a week. <laughs> and so, and so that's what that reminds me of. Of uh, you know, if if every other day I can send in a postcard and get ten condoms, that's the you know, I mean, even for a, a virile young Pennsylvanian. Yeah, but I still feel like it's the rite of passage is. Well, you make a good point because I feel in order to in order to be mature enough to actually have sexual intercourse, that's the test. You should be mature enough to have to go and purchase face to face with someone the condoms themselves. I mean, I think there was a time, like in our parents' age, when you had to ask the pharmacist Correct. to hand them to you. Uh, and but, they do that on purpose. Yeah. Because they because inevitably it's like, can we get a price check on the condoms? <laughs> or, or 
Can we get someone back to the condom cabinet, please? Uh, we have a customer who needs a condom cabinet. How much for Trojan Extra Nibbly? <laughs> um, She'll like it, too. <laughs> but, yeah, even even minus that, just you have to go there, pick the box. First of all, figure out which box you need. Good Lord. Forget that. I noise. think in our parents, I think in the parents' time, it was just one or two. Yeah. Now, it, now it's so many. It, it's like a cornucopia yeah. of what do I need, what do I not need, what's there's going on over here. thin, there's long, there's, there's girthy, thin, there's <laughs> strawberry flavored. There's, there's ribbed, there's nubbed, <laughs> right. there's... Uh, so f- you got to figure that noise out. Yes. Uh, and uh, and then once you do that, yeah, you've got to actually, then you look at the price and you go, geez, how many do I need? Um, and then you've got to pick it up. You've got to walk. And there's always like a, a young girl at the, at the counter. Inevitably, it's young girl or someone who looks like your grandma. Yes. It, it, the first encounter I had was someone who looked like my grandmother. And I'm like, this is super embarrassing, but hey, if I if I want to do the deed, I got to make sure I got these. You got to walk through some fire. Yeah. Um, Kids nowadays, don't, they have it easy because you have the self-checkout now. I well, mean, it's still, fr- it's still fraught with you got to grab it. And for some reason, you still feel, even at, when you get older, you still feel like you have to hide it sometimes. Yes. Right? It's like, okay, I, got, I can't just buy this. I got to get other things. And then you kind of put it at the bottom of your cart or whatever. Yeah. And, like, and then like when you're, when you're scanning it, you're like, oh, make sure, do that real quick, and throw it in the cart. And the cashiers can be less interested in what you're buying. But you have you, no in, idea. in your mind, yes. you think that they are going, oh, someone's going to have sex tonight. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, they they don't think any of that. So I think Pennsylvania, I appreciate what you're trying to do, yeah. but you're depriving people of a rite of passage that needs to be had. And look, uh, if getting an STD is the way you learn your lesson, you might have to get the STD. True. You might. If you, if suddenly things start to burn and itch, you go, you know what? I, sh- I should have gone in there and bought those condoms. Wrong girl. No condom. This, I shouldn't have done that. But here's the thing. With condoms nowadays, there may be one that actually makes you burn. <laughs> the fiery kind or whatever right. it is. Like yeah, the that's, fire that's and ice. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. The, the options are there. Some have a, a, a an extra little attachment with a battery in it. Do I you, don't know what's going on. Do you ever on. walk down that aisle anymore and go, boy, it's, it's expanded even more so. Yeah. It's Someone's like, got a laser pointer so you know you can make it right <laughs> <laughs> line everything up. So, <laughs> some of them have pre-recorded messages from Doug Flutie. I mean, it's just. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, good night, everybody. We appreciate you tuning in to the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Next week, maybe special guest, but probably not for episode yeah. fifty. Who cares? Have fun.